Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another Forever Arsenal podcast. It's episode 19 of the season, so make sure you hit the like button. Make sure we get to a 1,000 likes real nice and early. Scroll down, see how many likes we're on already. Hit the like button, help us get there, people. Also, make sure you're subscribed and put the notification bell on. We're here to talk about another win, 5-0 against Sheffield United at the Emirates. And I'm joined by the regular panel, Jordan, James and the Mesmeric Lee judges. Back in the building. What are you saying? Everyone good? Mesmerising. Mesmerising. What are you taking a mickey or what like, you know? <laughs> You're actually using that word right for once. Mm. Yes, thank you very much. Just before we start, just want to big up the Mauritius boys. I met them on the train uh, coming home from the game. They absolutely love this um, <clears throat> uh, podcast. And they also think uh, Jordan's all right as well, like, you know. So that's... Uh, so it gets a big thumbs up from from me, like you know. So uh, and I was over here for about five days, all the way over from Mauritius. Unbelievable, wasn't it, really? But from from where? Mauritius. Mauritius. Okay. Nice. So uh, you know, uh, uh, and supporting the Arsenal. Something to do with the French connection of Mauritius. I didn't know that, like you know. So uh, and that's why they're big Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah it's strong. Things. And come over and watch the Arsenal. It's it's incredible, isn't it? Where how many different countries come over and watch the Arsenal? It's, it's very humbling. Since when did we do shout-outs to start of the show and not in the comments section? Well, I, I, I just thought, like, you know, it was very nice. Them to, they actually come running up, like, you know, I thought I was a Beatle for a minute, like, you know, you know coming up, going, oh, they love the show. And it where's your, where's yeah. your neck and shoulders, Jordan, that? We're, you're, we're missing half You know life. what? You, you're right. My camera angle, actually, is a bit, is a bit different today. I don't like yeah, it. He's not Wolverhampton, is he? And he's had to pay for his internet and everything. I now. do. I, I do. Mean, let me um, let me fix it while you guys. Uh... Cancel that was last time, wasn't it? <laughs> getting back, getting back to that train station, man. You don't even need to turn your camera off while you do it, man. Just turn it, pull it down a little bit, and you're good. But so for this, he turns his camera off. But when we're trying to end the stream, and he's happy just to pick up his camera and just yeah. start making his way off to the kitchen. Well, <laughs> to let everybody know, like the other day, he, he, he was having a, having a toilet while he was doing it. It was incredible. Like, <laughs> right? well, it wasn't Listen, really, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Out, isn't he, like? I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, he wasn't breaking down the game and decided to go for a piss. Like, yeah, really, yeah. let's give him credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unbelievable. I had, to, I, I had to go. When you gotta go, you gotta go, man. Come on, give me a break. Please yeah. hold it, hold it for the next hour or so whilst we do the pod, and then yeah, well, course, be very nice if you could, Jordan. Thank you. I'll Please. do my best. I'll do my best. Uh, let's move. 5-0 Sheffield United. I think first and foremost, Eddie Nketiah is the main topic from that result, a hat-trick. And a beautiful hat-trick it was. Very different Ooh. goals, but all nice goals in themselves. The first one, a beautiful touch, finish. Second one, instinctive poacher type of goal. And the third one, a banger. Instinctive as well, but a banger outside of the box. Um, 
where do we start? Lily, you was at the game, haven't spoken to you yet. Talk to me, man. How how, how was it? What, was it buzzing in the Emirates? Was everyone looking forward to the fixture? <clears throat> I'm going to be really honest. I'm going to be really honest. It weren't, weren't the best atmosphere for for, uh, for a long while. I think, um, I don't really know why. Uh, and just talking to a few people after the game is because it was pretty comfortable. You know, it was a relaxing performance. So even when it was nil-nil, you knew that Arsenal were going to score. You looked like they was going to score. Uh, once they did, it was it was a, a very, very comfortable afternoon. It was never stress-free, wasn't it? Like, you know, and I, I felt that the crowd um, didn't really... I don't think, like, all the VAR decisions helped, like, straight after the goals and all that. I don't know. But it didn't seem to be um, as... Uh, the atmosphere as good as what it was. I can only talk from myself. I have to admit, going to the game, I had the ump because I'd seen that Chelsea performance mm. and I, I realised how bad they were and how and what's you know missed opportunity that was from us really um, to not to win there. But um, once the game got started, you know some fantastic goals in there. And, and I, all I said before the game was I, I wanted a certain couple of people to step up. You know, don't care who it was. Any steps up. Um, I know people are going to turn around and say it's only Sheffield United. I get that. If it, if it, but if he, if he hadn't scored, boys, everybody would be going, uh, you know, and on here as well. Oh, he hadn't scored against Sheffield. You know, if you can't score against Sheffield United, you can't do it. If he gets one goal, people will be turning around and go, oh, well, that's what's expected against, you know, like bottom of the league. But he banged him free and free all different goals. And the first goal, you know, we, even though we was not struggling, but you know that was the most important one for me because we had to play a fantastic first touch. Yeah, we wasn't really, we wasn't creating an abundance of chances before that, and even the cross was slightly behind him. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, if if Declan Rice meant to put it through his legs and find it, it we we got a bargain at 105 million. I think we should put another 10 million onto that so if he could do that because I, I was a little bit fortunate from that point of view. But the touch to to do that. To uh, tr uh, turn trusty like that, um, you know, if you have a look at it, it's the touch. If you have a look at trusty, he knows he's done. The touch does him, and you know, then he's got to finish it, which he did. And I, I felt that, um, yeah, I'm very, very pleased, really, because he does get a lot of uh, criticism and a bit unfair, if I'll be honest, but understandably because you're, you, you know, um, you're, you're the striker at Arsenal, you're going to come under the pump. That's that's how it is. But uh, all in all, listen. I think goal difference is good. If we ain't got five goals yesterday, we won't be above Man City tonight. I, I, I know it sounds silly, but that's how important that, that fifth goal was yesterday, like you know. So goal goal difference is important yesterday. It puts us in a a, a little bit more of a healthier position uh, if if we can make up some points over the next couple of games. So uh, yeah, all in all, look, job done. Uh, happy. Job done. Happy, Jordan. Someone else I haven't spoken to since the game. Eddie and Kenta. I mean. Like Lee said, there was a few players. I guess we looked at that starting lineup, and we're going to talk about squad rotation later. I just think Eddie deserves the first topic of conversation. Um, we looked at that lineup, and I think I speak for everyone that thought, I, "I want to see a few of these names, you know, make not make a name for themselves, but make a name for themselves in terms of this next starting lineup or, or potential future options for Mikel Arteta." And Inketia was one of them, especially with Jesus out, and he bagged a hat trick. He did. I, I think this is one of the few games this season, Turkish, where I'll get to Jesus in a second, I promise. But it's one of the few games, I think, this season where there's not actually any real analysis to kind of have on the actual game itself. 
I think going into the game, what do you want? Three points, a good win. We got that. We got more than that. We got a big win and three points. We got more than that. We got a clean sheet, a big win, and um, and and uh, a good performance. We also got some rotation, no injuries. So when you really deep it, it was the kind of dream outcome. Big win, clean sheet, three points. Players got rested. Some players got some good minutes. Um, I don't. What I watched the game back um, last night um, in full, when I just there was nothing really to analyze of the game. I, James might have some thoughts on the game itself, but I, I don't really have any. Yeah, I, just, I don't think we need to spend time on the game itself. But I think the two talking points for me are Jesus and and Emil Smith Rowe, which we, we might or might not get to later on. On Jay's on um, Jesus, sorry, on Enketia, um, he did he did what he's meant to do. You know, I'm not going to overpraise him too much for getting the hat trick. Because I think it's still a hat trick and has to be respected and acknowledged, but but also I, I know it's not really cool to say this, but it is Sheffield United, and I think that I'm expecting a top level Premier League striker to get a couple of goals against what is a they're really poor, they are really really poor. But he handled his business. Three different types of goals, no complaints. Um, that 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 first goal for me, I'm going to say it. That's a Burkamp finish. That's a Burkamp finish. Nice touch, cushion, slot in the corner. That that goal reminded me of a, of a Burkamp touch. I got serious. I don't know people kind of... Oh, you miss, say some crazy the, No, but it, the, the goal was. That goal <laughs> no, was... I know, what, I know what you're saying, but... Oh, uh, the real challenge, Burkamp, then. Exactly. And, and, and that was Turkish's first thought. I'm trying to compare him to Burkamp. No, 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 no. Let's be you very clear. You could have just said a nice touch and finish. You, you're the one that said Burkamp's name. Be, be, because I think it's fair to kind of put it in that mould. I think that is the sort of goal that we saw Burkamp score. A nice, nice kind of body movement, cushion touch, slot in the corner. That's the kind of goal he... Anyway... So I, th- I think that first goal was really good. Second goal was a, just a kind of poacher's finish. You lot are skin and teeth, but it's fine. I'll carry on. Uh, um, I mean, Jordan's defence, right? Curtis on his street when, when we went one nil up, Curtis shouted, it's Eddie, he turns into R9 against these teams. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, Curtis, the, Curtis is shameless when he's doing them watch alongs. He doesn't. But I'm, I'm not just comparing him to like an. I'm not comparing him to another top top striker. I'm comparing to a specific striker who scored that type of goal. Do you know what I mean? And then the third goal is just like a guy with confidence. He just also, he got, one, shut up, you. <laughs> no, shut no, up, I said it. I said I said on the watch along that was an Adebayor goal. Adebayor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to goal. Turned, turned bang. Yeah, yeah, I remember that Spurs. You remember that Spurs? Spurs, he yeah. Spurs, but he, there were a few. And one of West Ham as well. A chest and volley against Newcastle, yeah. I think. He he had that finish back to goal, turn, slap it. Because it wasn't like a finessed finish. It wasn't even like a, a drilled shot. It was a proper slap. That bang. Moving into the corner. That, I, I won't come in on that. So I'll give you out of bio. I'll, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a it's a great goal. I just think that he should be. It's an Arsenal hat trick. He's a homegrown boy that we brought through. He's got a got he's got a hat trick for Arsenal. That's to be respected. Yeah. Now the conversation will move on to all right. Can he do that in in bigger, more important games? Maybe, maybe not. But I just think for now, I'm liking how he's coming along. I like how he always tries. He never shirks it. He's not got the quality of a Haaland or a or a Salah. We know that, but. I think it's got enough quality to be able to to do a job as a backup. I would still go and buy a striker in the, in the window, but I think there's still value to keep in to keep in, in Ketia. So overall, a performance that I think was expected, but I think Eddie and Ketia, because there will be games where we blast him. Let's have it right. There will be games where he should do more and doesn't deliver. So when he does deliver, let's give him credit. 
Yeah, Jamie watched it. Go. Yeah, so you know, not to go into it all, Turkish, but I, I've sort of, I've thought a lot about yesterday, and on, on the full time show, we, we were getting some criticism for not kind of being as celebratory and, and, and you know, excitable about both the win and Eddie and Ketty's performance. Now, let me just say that I think, uh, you know, watching watching it back, sort of, you know, hearing the things we we were saying. Yeah, I mean, we just won 5-0 on a Saturday, you know, Premier League football. Like, sure, maybe I could have cracked more of a smile. Um, you know, I hear that. I think the thing I find difficult at the Eddie discourse is the fan base are so one way or another way. And I, I kind of hate saying that because everyone is their own individual person with their own feelings. So there'll be some people watching it going, well, that doesn't apply to me and stop, you know, saying these blanket statements. But I remember when Eddie came on, against Everton at Goodison Park a few years ago and he missed that header. It would have put us 2-1 up. He missed a big header. And he got slated for it. He's not good enough. This is why he shouldn't be a part of the squad. Get rid of him. And everyone ignored that he actually put it on a plate for two players, was doing really well on the left wing and made things happen in that game. And I was there saying, you're all going in on him, but he actually did well. And now we're on the other side where he scored a hat-trick and everyone's kind of on to us for maybe not having this incredible opinion of Eddie and Ketia because of the hat trick. Eddie scored three great goals. They were really good goals. They weren't just tap-ins. You know, I think he's got one of the best goal scoring instincts of any player at the club. Like he knows where the ball's going to be. He gets himself in these positions. Look at the goal against Fulham that put us 2-1 up from that Vieira cross. It's a great cross, but the run's fantastic. Like he knows how to get himself into goal scoring positions. Part of the frustration of him missing chances is that he's actually got into those goal scoring positions. But I find that we can say that was brilliant, Eddie. Well done. What a great hat trick. And I've always, always, always preached what an ultimate professional he is, what an incredibly hard working player he is, and that it is just incredible what he's doing. He's an academy player that's made at Arsenal and all that. Round of applause. It's all brilliant. But I think it's still fair to me to say, for me to say that I think Trossard's better and a better option for this team and should probably start against Newcastle. Now, maybe this isn't the time for that discussion, but I just find it interesting how the opinions on certain players, those who are kind of in the team, but sometimes out of it, but they swing so drastically. And um, Eddie did great. <clears throat> I'm really, really happy for him. Does it change my opinion of him as a player massively? No. But I'm over the moon for him and I'm over the moon for Arsenal more than anything. All this is about is Arsenal being brilliant and they were in that game and he was too. And I hope he continues to do that. I, re I really do. I I'm not one of these people that kind of really buys into the whole, um, you know, he gets the club, whether it's a manager or a player. I think, that, I think that, that phrase is kind of overused. This player, he gets the club, he knows the club. That doesn't really mean anything most of the time. It's just something people just say because it makes them feel good. But I do think there's something to be said about having some players around the club, like Nketiah, who do have come through the club and are desperate to succeed at the club. I think you need a couple of those players that want to be there and what they may lack in quality, they will always give you in endeavour and 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 grit and, and 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 passion for the badge. Now, in a title race, does that really that doesn't translate to points necessarily? But I think it can. I think yeah, it, it actually. Be. I think I think it can. So what you may lack in quality, we may well sign Ivan Tony, who is an upgrade on Nketiah. Let's have it right. He is. 
I think there's there's value in having someone like Nketiah as part of a squad that you know when he crosses that white line, he will always give 100%. We've had strikers in the past that are better than Nketiah that we can't say that applies to them. There's certain players that have chucked it in and have just played at 60%, 70%. So although I think the quality, it, it comes down to winning a title and you've got to be brutal and it's a quality that's needed, I do think, and this is why I was, I was thinking about this long and hard when we sold Balogun and kept Nketiah. And I thought, Balogun might be slightly the better striker, it's arguable, but what he's not is someone that I think will will, will, it, will, will do his best. If we win a Premier League title, it will mean more to Nketiah than it will to Balogun, in my opinion. It just will, and I think that trying to get that title, I think, counts for something. I also think, finally, as well, Nketiah is a striker. I listened to Tony Cascarino on the radio this morning, and he made an interesting point about Nketiah maybe being a victim of being a one-man striker in a, in a team that plays one man up top, i.e. if he was part of a partnership, he would bang so many more goals. Now that's a bit of a kind of like, a, I guess, a moot point because we don't play too up top. But that doesn't take away from the point that he's a very, very good finisher to a certain level. And I think if he had a partnership, to, a partner to play off, I think he would see more goals from Nketiah. It's just unfortunate that we don't play. We play with wide men that cut in and do all that sort of thing, which limits his chances. But I, I think I think we should give him his flowers for this game, if, if only for this game. Do you know, do you know what? I, I agree, and you should give him his credit for it. And do you know what? You make a great point there, James, when you just turn around and say he's got a hat trick, and, and that ain't changed my opinion. Uh, and it's the same with me because I don't know if you remember it. Carl Havertz put him through, uh, and he, he he didn't, he weren't ruthless enough. You know what I mean? A top top striker gets put through and bangs it. It ended up going for a corner, and that's just when you just a little bit of well, he's he's not quite got what it takes, but. But don't, you know, take away from the fact that he scored three goals. But, you know, he should have had four or five. He could have had four or five at the end of the day. But I, I just think that, yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with you on that, James. Even though he's got the hat-trick, I'm still not ever going to be convinced that Eddie's going to be a great fit. And just one thing that I've got to say to this, because I was going home uh, and a fella came up to me and said, you know, do you know what, Eddie's in a better position than what Ian Wright was at his age. So I said, and he went, I'm not comparing him with Ian Wright. So I said, well, what are you saying then? So he says, well, 24. Uh, can't be him, Ray. I don't know. Well, no, 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 but it was a great you, you point. Had a, you had a couple to drink or what's going no, on? No, no, it was a great point. He said, he goes, when Ian Wright was 20, 21, 22, he wasn't even a professional footballer. So what he was trying to say to me was that, you know, Eddie can improve. Eddie can still get better and better. And I, I thought about it and I said, you know what? Okay, I, 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 you know, I hear what you're saying. And I think that Eddie has got better from a couple yeah. of years ago. You know what I mean? He has improved. So, you know, he, he could well improve even more and, and, and surprise a few people. But I, I hear what he was saying. It was, it's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, Ian Wright didn't come to Arsenal until he was 27. You know what I mean? Like, and I think like at Crystal Palace, he was he was very, very raw. Um, listen, I'm not saying he's ever going to be the Ian Wright. No, and this bloke wasn't saying it. But the point was that, you know, there's, there's still a long, a long, I don't know how old Eddie is, like, you know what I mean? I thought, we won't ask Jordan this because he probably says about 33. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't know how old he is, 23, 24? 24. Yeah, I think he's 24. He's got some learning to do and all that, like, you know, so. And that's the point, Lee. So, sorry, I know we were talking for ages on this and you not actually come in on this Turkish, but just on that point. Yeah, don't worry about that. People have heard enough of it. My, my opinion's <laughs> being changed, so. Look, you just said, I don't know if it was a, a slip or whatever, Lee, but you just said, like, just because of the performance, you're never going. Your opinion's never going to change. But then you said that 
he can improve. I, so I, I agree he can improve. But this is the point I think people are missing because a lot of the criticism is like, um, you know, stop stop hating on a man who's trying to make it and is improving and is trying his best. And I'm like, look, like that's all great. And if he is the right guy in three, four years' time, that's fantastic. If he because he he's only 24, he might peak at 27, 28. Hell, Giroud seemed to peak at 33. So, like, that's all good. But I'm also thinking about this season right now yeah, and Newcastle yeah. coming next week. And that's all. And and he deserves immense credit, Eddie, because I think he is improving. His all-round all game is improving. And, y- you know, like, he's been in the 11s for, like, the, the North London derby and he started the Man City game. People weren't sure. And I think you point to things like his work rate and the fact he can nick a goal. What I loved about this game against Sheffield United was he showed real quality in those goals. It wasn't just kind of all right place, right time. The touch that was described as Burkamp-esque. Um, yeah, no, sorry, Jordan. I get what you're saying. Um, you know, the, the, the second and third goal, they all had quality. Um, and that's the biggest compliment is that this wasn't just some tapping job. This was him scoring three really, really great goals. And in in, a, in an 11 where Kivior, Havertz, Smith, Rowan and Ketia all came in and had to prove a point. I think Kivior was second, but Nketiah, absolutely of everyone, stood out. And um, and I'm really, really happy for him. Um, let's just not go so far one way, because the minute he doesn't perform, I know what the comment section and I know what everyone's going to be saying, and then you're dragging them back the other way. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Do you not find no, that the discussion so volatile? Everyone he, has is, a he is what he is. Sorry. But, but, the, but the, the fans' discussion around it kind of is, is so volatile and I just I'm so confused that people don't recognise this a lot of the time you, you Turkish you must be pleased that he scored the guy. I know you're not a lover of, of course him, I, I am but like you must be pleased of course because I am. He's, a, he's a likable sort of a guy isn't he I know what yeah, I, don't, like I, don't, I don't know the guy you know what people online that you know listen to us at times or listen to you know people's opinions at times they tend to they tend to you know use the word agenda, which in the, which which implies that it's personal. There's nothing personal between me and Eddie. I don't know the man. There's nothing. There was nothing personal with me and Xhaka or me and Ozil. You know, over the years, I've I've been critical of many players, Mustafi, Bellerin, many players. It's just an opinion based off of what I see on the pitch. That is it, week in week out. Maybe some of it might be based on character, like when Bellerin said, "Our oh, Sanchez wanted to win too much." That's not something I want to hear, and that's that clearly implies a character trait or, or, or something you know wrong with him in terms of a winning mentality. But more often than not, anything I say about any player is just on the pitch. So if we're talking about on the pitch against Sheffield United, Eddie Nketiah deserves a round of applause. He deserves to start the next game, and by the next game, I'm, I mean Newcastle. I know, I know, James meant. Um, Said not meant. He said Trossard for that one, and we will get into that discussion later on this week after the West Ham Carabao Cup yeah. game. But for me, it would be him to start because I feel like if you score a hat trick, that's you. You need to ride that wave, and the manager needs to allow you to ride that wave. Now, do I have confidence that he rides that wave for the rest of the season? No, because the evidence suggests otherwise. You know, he came in January, he kicked on, he scored four goals in January. He didn't score again. He was replaced by Trossard. Didn't start another game. But we're here now. I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward. Instead of this, instead of him continuing the the five goals in the last thirty games, I want him to start three goals in the last game and kick on from there. Forget the forget history now because there's no transfer window open at the moment. And in all honesty, Jesus is injured again, so it's another opportunity for Eddie again to to stake a claim for it. And Eddie, who signed a new contract, has been given chances, seeing himself drop for Trossard, seeing him seeing Havertz in front of him as well. This has to be last chance saloon because. 
as much as Jordan might talk about, you know, he might be good for the squad. I, I, that's all nonsense to me. I haven't seen nothing to indicate how good he might be for the squad, if I'm honest. I just feel like if he doesn't kick on from here, then, then I'm sorry. It might sound harsh right now after a hat-trick, but if he doesn't kick on from here, then I've been one of the I've been one of the ones shouting about a new striker for even when we signed Jesus to have another option, a plan B option. That hasn't changed because of a hat-trick. But James put it perfectly. A hat-trick for Eddie means a win for Arsenal. And that's all I'm here for. I want Arsenal to win. Full stop. I think and the gap between... And I don't uh, I don't get in a... Mo- like, I like... Don't look, I, I really like players. And so Martinelli's my favourite player. Saliba, I, I love him. Saka, Ben White even. Like, I, I, I like a lot of players. But the reality is, until these players win something, I haven't built that... I don't know why people are on a defense league thing all the time with some players. When the reality is, what 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 is this? Is this like like why why do why are people connect, connected so much to the player individually than the club itself and what's best for the club itself? That's where debates really come into it. Because when you, you're just individuals, the bias tends to take control in the in the comment section or the live chat section. Sorry, no, no, no. You, you just said that you you know you're still in favor of an upgrade um, on our second striker. I'm in favour of an upgrade on our first striker, personally. I don't think in terms of, you're talking about goals and finishing, yeah, but, but what I don't I mean think there's a big that, difference Jordan. between Jesus and Nketiah. Okay, what I mean by that, Jordan, let's just say, let's just say, Oshman comes in, yeah? Mm, do, you mm. want, do you want the two strikers going into 24-25 season to be Oshman and Jesus or Oshman and Eddie Nketiah? No, Oshman and Jesus. Oshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upgrade Nketiah, really. That's that. That is really what it is. You upgrade Nketiah by upgrading on Jesus, who upgrades the options you have. Sure, I guess, but I guess the kind of maybe semantics, but the framing of it is, I'd like to upgrade on Jesus, and by mm-hmm. consequence, that means Nketiah, you might have to bounce, sort of thing. So, 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 yeah, I think we're making the kind of same point here, but. I, I, I think the way for Nketi to score goals is to is more so the first goal he scored, be in and around the box. The difference between him and Jesus is Jesus does a lot of fantastic work outside the box, which contributes to Martin and Saka scoring goals. Nketi ain't that guy. I think Nketi's best chance of scoring 10, 15 goals this season is being that guy there looking for tap-ins. Tap-in merchant, any spills from the keeper, you're there, just being a presence in the box. That, for me, is where I think you'll have most of his joy. That build-up guy, that ain't you. That's not your game, bro. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But you you, you did mention earlier you, you want to talk about Jesus. I was going to move into squad rotation next, but now, now you mentioned Jesus. What were you going to... Sorry, I, sorry, I meant to actually say Smith-Rowe and Nketiah. Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, well, listen, go on, James. Well, it's interesting that other players came in. I mean, Arteta rotated the way he did and got five and a win. Like that, you said it so well, Jordan. This was the perfect day clean sheet, five goals for the goal difference made up. Um, minutes to players that needed it, so we were able to rotate. We got the job done, got to enjoy the rest of our weekend. Very efficient, it was great. Odegaard got a rest, Saka got got to captain the team. Yeah, loads. I I thought Kivio was quietly brilliant. Kivio was good, yeah. No, not that he had a lot to do. I I will say, everyone always thinks that because I'm saying this, I'm taking away from Eddie or Arteta or the performance. I thought Sheffield United were the worst team we've played at the, in, in the Premier League at the Emirates for a long, long time. Now, before people, people Sheffield United fans, uh, who um, I don't know why they'd be watching this, but if they are, listen. Welcome. 
Right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Wolf. Okay, there you go. Nice to them to our fans. <laughs> um, what, what, what I was going to say is they earn their right to be in the Premier League. You know, some people do this thing like relegate them now. They're rubbish. Right? They earn their right to be in the Premier League and they worked Man City, Man United and Tottenham really hard for their wins and, and credit. like they're, they're a spirited side and they had a lot of injuries and the injuries play a part. But they were really poor. Like, let's also say that. Like it, it was very light work for Arsenal. I said we didn't get out of second gear. And you don't normally win games 5-0 by not coming out of second gear. But it's so funny because we talked about things like fluidity and all that. I didn't think Arsenal looked massively fluid in this game. You know, it wasn't chance after chance, rondos and underlaps and overlaps and cutbacks and forcing saves out of the keeper. It was just very effective and efficient. It was like What's the minimal effort we can put into this game to come out with the perfect result? And that's kind of what we got. And I, I kind of think credit because so have you ever watched a Man City game? They win 5-1 or 5-0 and you go, they weren't that great. Like, it's actually quite nice that we were that for once. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what I think that's what that game was. Um, James. Yeah, they just won 3-0. That- it wasn't that great. I thought they did play some scintillating football at times in and around the bottom. Yeah, but second, but second yeah, half, se- yeah, second half. But like exactly that, that first half is comparable. Like you felt like they could have had a four a few more goals, but did they really like look you know lung busting, you know, ticker tacker intense 90 minutes of football? Not really. Um, so it's quite nice that we were able to show that level, especially with the rotated team. 100 percent Jordan, back to you, Emma Smith Rowe. You might as well kick us off with what you wanted to mention. Yeah, man. Surprise start for him. I just thought it was it was a surprise start, and I, and I was glad that he got it. Um, and as James alluded alluded to earlier on, you kind of hope that those guys that get an opportunity grab it. And I think it's fair to assume he'll play on uh, whatever the game in midweek in the Carabao Cup is as well. He didn't grab his chance. He wasn't good. I know. I know we got an assist, but it wasn't really an assist. If you forget, it wasn't what I mean. bad. Though. Wasn't he wasn't bad. He was a he was a five six out of ten. You know, I think you, know, that... you know what? Sorry to cut you, John, but, mm, mm. but you know what helps his cause? No one's really grabbed that. They grabbed that that spot yet. And I think Vieira is probably closest to it because of some yeah. performances this season. I, I think that makes it worse. Does the, but the, the, does, doesn't that make it worse, though? The fact that no one's grabbed that shirt. If you could say to Smith Rowe, I'm going to give you 90 minutes or 80 minutes, in the, you could pick the game. It's going to be at home at a three o'clock. What game would he have probably picked? Probably Sheffield United at home, right? <laughs> yeah, cool. You can play in the eight role. I'm, I'm auditioning for that role. I'm not putting you in the air against City. Not against Chelsea, not against you, not against Sheffield United. He'd probably pick that fixture. And I just don't think James is right. He wasn't bad. He wasn't giving the ball away and he got sent out. He wasn't bad. But I just thought to myself, come on, bro. There's a slot opening for you. You've got to grab that game and be the guy that we're talking about afterwards. The way we're chatting about Eddie and Ketia, that's how we should be talking about Emil Smith Rowe. Two assists, one goal, run the, ran the game. And I just feel it's, yeah. not the, it's not the, the final chance for him, but I just felt that it's an opportunity to miss. And a friend of mine at words they made the interesting point about fitness. He said that eight role, you've got to be really, really fit. And we've spoken before because Shaka lost a lot of weight the last couple of years. He was at Arsenal. He really trimmed down. And I just wonder if Mikel Arteta wants his eight to be slight, but be able to get up and down, up and down for eighty minutes for for eighty-five, ninety minutes. And I just wonder. We know that he's had some fitness issues in the past. If that is contributing to why he he, he at the moment isn't the standout candidate for that position, when in my opinion he should be. 
I agree with you, like, but you've also got to get a base fitness. And how you get base fitness is like by playing games. I think, like, you know, that was a good good starter for him to play. And I think, like, being, Mikel's been quite clever. Given him that game, that should mean that it, when it comes into the West Ham game, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's playing that one as well. He should mm-hmm. be a little bit better, a bit more legs in him and all that, like, you know. It's, it's, it's a different game. I don't care what anybody says. It's a different game starting to coming on in the last 20 minutes when it's opening up and things like that. Like, you know, you have to do do a little bit. That that first 45 minutes was a lot harder, say, than the second half, wasn't it? But the reason is because it's a lot tighter, a lot more compact, and, you know, they're working very, very hard. 20 minutes, 25 minutes from the end, when Vieira comes on, the game's opened up, their heads have gone a little bit, making a few changes. You can look a little bit better. So I don't really judge it on on that thing. Now, I think the good thing about it for him is that he's got himself, what, 75 minutes under his belt in a competitive Premier League game. What he's got to do now, Jordan, is, and I'll make you right now, is now make an impact in this next game. Like, you know, he's, he's really got... Cause I, don't, I don't think he's going to get too many opportunities to play three or four games on the spin, you know. So this is the opportunity to do it, like, you know. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't think... If I'll be really honest, if he scores a hat trick and plays and gets two assists against uh, West Ham, that he's going to be in the starting lineup for the Newcastle game. So he, he needs to to have a really good performance to start putting it in in his mind. I think he'd have liked to have played a little bit better. I think we'd have all liked him to have played a little bit better. But you know, I don't think you can expect miracles. I don't, when was the last time he started a Premier League game? Because I can't remember. No, it, it's. It was the most surprising. Havertz starting this game isn't that surprising. He had to start it, James. Yeah, and Ketia not starting this game isn't that surprising. Even Kivio, Kivio had a run at left back as starter already game this season, ended last season the team. So Smith yeah. Rowe was the big one. That was a real vote of confidence from Mikel Arteta because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't wholesale changes. Martin A. Saka kept their places, White Saliba, the keeper, all that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if. Like we've all we've all played football, whatever level it is, right? We've all played a game of football where it's slightly above the level you were used to. I don't know. Like for me, it was at uni, right? Suddenly I was playing with these guys, and some of them were like academy level players. And you, my, I don't know about you. My first thought was always, let me just do the basics right because I need to like. And I know people might be thinking, James, really, you're talking about this when we're talking about professional footballers. But I do believe it's somewhat like comparable where your mindset when you're playing that level above what you're used to is let me just get through this. And and I think there was something about Smith Rowe's game that was let me just get the basics right. Work hard, give the ball when I get it, one twos. You know, there were some nice touches at times or whatever, but I don't think he even maybe particularly wanted to try anything too extravagant because if he gets it wrong, maybe the manager gets on his back, he gave away the ball, maybe then he starts to sort of feel like he's a bit off the pace or whatever. It's just about do the basics and get through. And he did that. And I hope that when he plays midweek, he builds on that a little bit more. I thought in the Carabao Cup game against Brentford, he looked really good, actually. I thought he did some really nice things um, in that in that Carabao Cup tie a couple of weeks ago. So hopefully that's what it is. Hopefully it wasn't a he's actually not at the level and it was just a I played somewhat with the handbrake on, but I can understand that to a degree. I can sympathise. Yeah, I mean, there was a chance in the first half that he probably should have at least got on target, if not if not buried. But aside from that, I think James is right. He tried oh, to the do slip. the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, yeah. Which was unfortunate. Listen, Smith Rowe, we've seen him buried though his first time before. He, that's been probably the best thing about him um, early on in his career. 
But you know, it probably doesn't help. It does, probably doesn't help starting next to number ten like Havertz either in that number eight position for the first time. It's a bit stiff. Like if I'm honest with you, you know, if I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses because I don't think Emil Smith Rowe took his chance either. But I'm just thinking, you know, Havertz ain't exactly the most free flowing ten in the game, is he? And you know, you'd, you'd probably want a better partner than him. But it is what it is. I think Emil Smith Rowe done a bit better than Havertz. Not a lot in it, if I'm honest, but he done a bit better. He just done what James is saying. He just done the basics. He, he just, you know, never done anything out of the ordinary, did he? Just, mm-hmm. just won his tackles when he had to, played the ball simple when he had to. He, he didn't do nothing at all, really, that I, I would turn around and go, well, that's a player that needs to impress. I was disappointed that he didn't do that. Yeah. See, and, and so my feeling on Havertz is different. My feeling is, hold on, you have been getting Premier League minutes. You have been starting. You yeah, had impacts off the bench against City up front and the community yeah. shield and whatnot. So I, I I, did need to see a level up. This was against City. Yeah, I, I did as well. Yeah. One disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was disappointed like I, because, like, you know, I, I didn't have a, a whole heap of hope that we were going to suddenly see this explosion from Kai Havertz. But I was hoping we'd see a little bit more penalty passes, a drive, a, a through ball here and there, or something that was like, okay, you're impacting the final third here. We didn't really see that. But again, did he do the basics? There were some nice one-twos. Yeah, he just done the basics well. We did, yeah. Worked fairly hard. And that's that was good enough for this game. It's going to be I was just the point. I'm going to be really honest. I wanted, I wanted Kai Everts to have an outstanding game. I really wanted it. You know, I'm even saying that, you know, should he take the penalty so the song gets more, uh, you know, like sensible. But like... Um, I even hear that song again. How about that? Uh, I just gets more sensible. <laughs> I just think like, you know, he, he was, uh, he was just, he just done okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel like, how can I say this? If you'd have brought a, an academy player to play that game and he'd done that, you'd go, yeah, that was good. Just, just, just doing the basics. I'd say he's not ready yet, even if it's academy player. Look at him, he's not quite yeah, ready. Yeah, it, 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 like I'm not being on. It wasn't enough for me against Sheffield United. The poor, he needed to to really step up and perform. You know, it, it, towards you know, nearly scored at the end when we was dominating. But I just felt he done okay. He done okay, and, and okay isn't good enough in a game like that for me. I'm, I want to see more from him. And I'm desperate to see more from him. The only time I jumped off on my seat was when I thought he scored. Because I really yeah. desperately want him to do well. But I, I, I'm I'm now getting a bit, not panicking, but I, I am starting to worry. Well, when are you going to get good? If at all. Don't hold your breath. Should we, should we try to rattle off some more positives? I, I feel like this is going to be one of those where people go, oh, you lot, you're so negative, we want five No, 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 no. Just, she's just saying that. It's positive. No, I, I, but that's the thing. Like, we're just stating what we think are reasonable opinions and some are facts, but people, you know, maybe want a little bit more of a celebration around this win. I agree with Jordan. Listen, I've got, at the time of recording, it's Sunday night, and I've got Tactical Insight to do with Graham. He's sending me a whole heap of messages. I've got no idea what about because I, I don't know how we're going to break that game down. By the There's way, Graham, yeah. it will be a brilliant show and I look forward to it tomorrow. I've got no doubt. Tune into Tactical Insight because it will be a fantastic analysis. But what I'm saying is, I don't know what I can bring to this one because we just went through the motions in second gear and we won very comfortably. But if I am to throw some positives out there, Martinelli looks bright. Take on his fullback. Love to see it. Uh, Kivior coming in. 
keeping mm-hmm. things moving. Fantastic. Right. Right. Where you put him, what he does. Where... William Saliba, I know Sheffield United threw nothing at us. It's kind of weird to praise the centre-backs. But Saliba was like everything Last. he did. He was just like yeah. a level above. I Very thought more... David Raya's distribution, finally I was seeing this distribution yeah. I was yeah. talking about. Do you not so agree with go, me? So we should, should go oh, everyone. Oh, he damned them all. No, 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 there were a few. No, there were a few. No, he done well. He done well, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, know. but there, there, there were... Was His six touches in the game were amazing, like. Lee, you know I mean? Lee Ramsdale down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but it's not so much the distribution. It was the way he dealt with the set piece, caught the ball, and then Martinelli was off and he found him. I'm like, he that's, he done, he, he done that's well. where distribution comes in. I don't need to know that a goalkeeper is able to, off a dead ball, lump it into a big crowd of people who are going to get the flick on and then we're going to praise Kai Havertz for his aerial ability. And like, like that's a part of the game. But for me, it's can you back you know, our backs against the wall, get us from one end of the pitch to the other on the counter? And he showed that. And I love that from David Raya. Um, and like I said, Mikel Arteta, Subs, I thought, were spot on, giving out min- uh, minutes to Elneny. Trossard no, was outstanding when he came on. Trossard was yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He came on. He, that's why he's got to play more centrals. He's not got Martinelli's burst. So I'd rather get those quick feet in central areas, but then, then the whole Eddie debate comes up. Um, but but then Arteta, I thought, again, the subs were spot on, giving the minutes to Elneny, who I, you know, I thought that was right, getting the right players off. Um, you know, giving Havertz the 90, although he didn't do too much with it. I thought it was right to give him the full 90. Um, Saka wearing the armband was great to see. You know, he, he's the guy who came in when we were in the mud, him and Smith Rowe. But Saka, you know, carried this team and now he's leading it and, and, and leading, um, you know, team talks and stuff at the Emirates. That, that's amazing to see. And so, like Jordan said, I couldn't put it better. It was just the perfect day. I, I, and I really think it should have been. That's the only thing I'll say. It it should have yeah. been, but really well done for delivering it. And, and, and the, other, the other thing is, you know, that's what you know. We, that's what good teams do. That's yeah. what that's what good teams do. They make it. You just you just tick that game off. It's never ever going to be in your memory bank in years to come. Or do you remember that Sheffield United five nil? But a couple of years ago, when we got a five nil, we going, well, hey, it was fantastic. But now. Well, that's what we expect because that's the, the, the level of performances are going up and up and up. So for me, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I don't think there's there is any negatives to look at. You just like nitpicking, don't we? Really, like you know, what I mean, you just want to see a little bit better from certain people. Well, but, they are the main talking points as well. Like for yeah, anyone who's like, yeah, oh, just yeah. focus on the negatives. The main talking points are Smith Rowe got his first start in ages. How yeah. did he do? Eddie scored a hat trick. So what does that mean for him? Um, and Havertz played a full 90, 65 pound player in a new yeah, position. He's never played the Erdegaard role. That, those are the main talking points other than the five goals we scored. And listen, we've talked about it for 42 minutes. I think it's been pretty yeah. fair in terms of Eddie and Ketcher, the praise and then talking about the squad rotation. I, I do want to take the squad rotation talk into the next topic, which is West Ham Carabao Cup. Before we do that, have we hit 1,000 likes, people? Scroll down, have a little check. If we haven't and you haven't hit the like button, make sure you hit the like button now. Make sure you're subscribed with the notification bell on. Like James said, tacticals out real soon, and it's it's a banger, apparently. So I'll, t- I'll take his word on that one. I'll take Even his word. James could have said it. No, <laughs> he started laughing. <laughs> Yeah. Me. I mean, I'm reading, I'm reading the messages now, and there's loads of great stuff here. But I don't know how he's done it. Fair play to him. He's oh, a genius. That's why he is a genius. No, listen, he, I mean, he is a genius. I'm not even saying that sarcastically. No, no, no. I'm telling you that he's very, uh, very, very 
unbelievable. Like, you know, I, I, I echo it again. He's never played football. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, he's I mean, he his coaching badges, but I came away from that match thinking, what on earth mm. do I break down? Yeah, no, <laughs> he, 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 he knows your stuff. There you go. There's the, there's the ingredient to tactical insight success. It's yeah, great. Graham. James, but we move. Carabao Cup. Uh, anybody, when anybody can present Turkish, even, yeah. you, even you do it well. Yes, yeah. right, next, time, next time I'm not here, James, make sure Lee hosts the show. Look, listen, I know, look, listen, I know it's not easy, don't get me wrong. Right, Turkish right. is coming from a guy who's got his own channel called Lee Judges TV and he gets Dan Potts to host. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, that's brilliant. I'm just saying, Lee's, Lee's, he's a, Lee's a fraud. Channel. Lee's a fraud. Yeah. Mind. I'm a fraud. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a fraud. fraud. <laughs> No, no, it's all right. No worries. It's nothing I'm a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. All right, let's move. West Ham Carabao Cup squad rotation. I'm going to go through each individual, not position, but each individual section. And I'm going to start with goalkeeper. Ramsdale to start, everyone? No, no. Hines. <laughs> Ramsdale, he's gone. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if old Mikel does that and puts him in there. Like, you know, and you ain't having no games, Aaron. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Aaron. I'd start, I'll start Ramsdale, yeah. He has to, has to. Um, unless Lee's heard something through the grapevine that indicates otherwise. And, and if Ramsdale doesn't start, then on the next show, we will be asking Lee judges what, what, what's going on behind the scenes. But I do Ramsdale, think, I think yeah. he'll leave. I think he'll leave in January. There's a Euros coming. We'll see. Right. He doesn't start for England anyway. We, we, we see people are saying yeah. that like, he starts for England, but he doesn't start for yeah, England. Yeah, but he wants to start for England. Yeah, but Gareth Southgate never... Between now and Euros... He's not, he's, he's yeah, not starting Gareth for England. Southgate yeah. is definitely the manager there. And we've seen Gareth Southgate continue playing Maguire. What happens with yeah, you right. any minutes. He That's doesn't... True. He doesn't. There's no chance for Ramsdale to be starting for Euros. What happens if he picks up an injury? And Pick, also... Yeah, yeah, and the other thing is, I, I watched that Pope yesterday make a for a couple. He's he's been out of the squad the last few games, but made a was very impressive for Newcastle yesterday. Made a couple of good saves. Yeah, he's in with a shot as well. He's been quality for the last eighteen months. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not in the England squad in November, and then that will make the decision in January. Well, we'll see. Let's not get into this debate right now because I'm sure it's going to be a debate we're going to have in the future. Defense. Back four, who are we going with? Um, right back. Ben White. Tommy. Ben White. Cedric. Actually, can I change my mind? So, Ben White was always going to start for me, but I was going to have him centre-back. But I've changed my mind, because in the Brentford game, Tommy started centre-back and White stayed at right back. Yeah. So, Ben White again. Ben White, no international football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Cedric, man. We can't afford any defensive injuries to to any of our fullbacks, so I'm trying to protect them as much as possible. Cedric's our fullback, but he ain't one of the ones I'm talking about. Um, left back, Zinni. Tommy, Zinni. <gasps> Actually, no, Kivio. Hmm, Kivio. Okay, centre back pairing Jordan. Kivio Gabriel Lee. Kivio Kivio and Tommy Asu. James. Is he French now? Kivier? Is that was that? Is, 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 no one really knows that. Stage, no. 
Kiwi. Once a show. Toby has to add caveat. 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 That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> anything oh, worse sounds remotely like <laughs> like um, we talk about oh, before, me me memorizing and mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> Get into that time of the show. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> James, it's your fucking turn to the centre back pair with me. Uh, Toby Asu and Gabriel. Um. Uh, Tomiyasu is important to us, man. I can't even lie. But so so Saliba and so is Gabriel. Um, Kivio starts for me. And I don't even I don't even know who to put next to him, really, if I'm honest. Um, you, don't, you don't care, do you? Because the other one next to him is an important, an important player for us. And we need all our important players against Newcastle. Ben White, Tomiyasu, Saliba and Gabriel. We have no other options, but them for for the last position so chuck anyone in there whatever i don't care midfield <laughs> midfield free james let's go the other way this time i keep changing my mind um all three of them mm -hmm. Jorginho, havertz Erdegaard. wow that might be the slowest midfield i've ever seen in my entire life do I, look, do I look happy about it, Jordan? Oh, wow. <laughs> Me? Jorginho. Havertz. Smith-Rowe. Jorginho, Havertz, Smith-Rowe. Jordan? Um, El Nene. Smith-Rowe. Havertz. And then a Smith Rowe Vieira. We've actually all gone for a different three. Um, oh, actually, I forgot about Vieira. Yeah. Oh, Vieira. shit. So did I. So did I. Vieira Smith Rowe. I forgot about Smith Rowe as well. Um, West Ham are going to be up for it. I think you need someone like like a dog or Nene, just like chasing, just, you know, hurrying stuff down, uh -huh. making sure that they know that we're there to kind of counter their energy. Right. Depends, how, depends how strong West Ham go because they may not. They're in Europe. Did I mean they've had a good start to the Premier League? They may not go for it. They didn't look good. They didn't look good. But I think they're going to put a strong team out. Is this the team we want to see? We want to see or think we'll get, we'll see. Want to see. I've actually changed my whole 11, so we may as well just carry on. Now I'm now. you're right about the slowness in midfield and actually Vieira and Smith-Rowe should be in there. Did you say Vieira? Someone says Vieira, Smith-Rowe on any. Yeah, me. I'd actually like that to be honest. I'd like that. Yeah, if yeah. I forgot about Vieira, so I'll put in Vieira instead of Havertz. Okay. Okay. Front three. Front three. This did this is well, this is where I'll, I'll start with this one. This is where Havertz goes up top. Um, I think I think keep Eddie out, saving for Newcastle off the back of the hat trick. So Havertz up top, Trossard on the left, Reese Nelson on the right. Eddie up top, Nelson. Trossard. I think Eddie got to keep him going, keep him scoring. Yeah, same for me. Same three? Yeah. James? 
But why do I have this urge to play Saka? You're in a Mikel. My in a Mikel. It'd be on the bench, you know. What I, mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be pissed off if Saka started. I really, seriously, I really want to get through this round. Yeah, so do I. So do I. I. City are out of it, and I believe we're the best team left in it. And I know Liverpool's still there, and you never know. Luck of the draw. Listen, we have two two Premier League teams away from home in this draw and running. But like, <clears throat> I really, I want silverware, man. I want, I want this group of players to start having, you know, to start lifting their arms and you know the Community Shield, if you want to count on that. Like, I want that. And I know the Carabao Cup isn't what you know everyone want. You know, so everyone's dreaming of, and I understand. But it's silverware. It's a competition, and they all count. And I want us to go through. So I would go Saka on the right, Nelson on the left, Trossard up top. Saka. But like I would, whatever the score, I'd get Saka off after an hour. Like mm. yeah, but I, would I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't start Saka, but I wouldn't be annoyed if he did start. If if Saka started that game, I wouldn't have I'd have no issue with that at all. I'd have them all on the bench, all all the big guns on the bench. Yeah, I think, especially with the turnaround to Newcastle only being two days in between, yeah. I believe, Wednesday night, best time, Saturday afternoon slash evening, Newcastle. Yeah, I've, I've got for a heavily rotated side, literally every single time. Yeah, I, I think you've got to rotate. Don't forget Newcastle also playing Wednesday. So Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. They are the and home team against us, though. We often also get complaints that we are always complaining about the starting eleven when it comes out. I mean, I think... Judging by this show, I think the only person, maybe Turkish, if you saw a full-strength team, you'd be rightly pissed off because you quite clearly want rotation. But from my perspective, I don't really think there's anything Arteta can do that will make me go. Either he goes really strong and I go, fair play, I love that you're taking it seriously, or he rotates, And we, but I will totally understand why he's rotated. Um, the, so, yeah. So the, the only first teamer for me, the only first teamer for me that I vehemently do not want to see involved on on um in, in midweek whenever it is is Saliba. He's the only player that I don't want to see at all. If I saw I Saka, I I'd be okay with that. If I saw um Odegaard, I'd be okay with that. If I saw any other player, Saliba's the only one that I definitely wouldn't play him. I uh, agree because there's there's no depth to him. If like if yeah. White gets injured, Tommy Asu can come in, and I know that people can come in for Saliba. But not the drop off is big. No, drop off too much. I don't want to see Declan Rice either. And also, oh shit, if, got about Declan Rice. Yeah. If if Ulegaard's coming in like last twenty minutes, that wouldn't be a bad thing for me. Like last twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Ulegaard. The thing with Rice is, uh, mm, I quite like the, the the West Ham the West Ham narrative, but also he's a machine. Like if anyone mm. can do it, Tim. But I know what you mean. Let's not tempt fate and all that. Newcastle's yeah. a massive game for us. Massive, massive game. Massive. Massive game is West Ham. That's the massive game, yeah, Lee? All right, I'm telling you, the the massive game is West Ham in the Cup. That's the massive game. Worry about Newcastle on Sunday or Saturday. Rotation, rotation. You you know what I mean? You only get the highlights anyway, so you don't see him working hard. (laughs) I was going to say, take his word for it. He was at the parade, didn't he, a few months ago? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> You're going to see him with one of those half and half, half and half <laughs> and a sign that just says, I just hope both teams win. <laughs> uh, I might tweet that picture on the weekend, actually, at the, the, the parade. I might tweet that. Should we get, <laughs> should we get predictions in or? <clears throat> yeah, yeah why not? 
let me look, let me bring the table up. No change on the table. So for the audio listeners, I'm going to read it out now. For the people watching on YouTube, you can see it on the screen. 15 games have been played, 15 predictions made. James, top, 11 points, one correct score. Jordan and Lee are tied second, third, one correct score each, 10 points apiece. And I am in fourth, two correct scores, nine points. That's how it's looking at the moment. Two points separate bottom from top. And we move. Prediction, James. It's not to say Lee has been deducted two points and Turkish three points. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the disclaimer. And on that note... I mean, that's you. like saying... Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's like saying, oh yeah, and I've been to prison for 10 years. That's not a good thing. There's a reason why I've been to prison for 10 years. There's a reason why I've been deducted points. That's not a good thing. What do you mean Adding that in the reason, though? If, if I come I, out no. of prison after 10 years and, and you... The birthday was my reason. No, I if, don't feel like no, I should but, deserve 10 years in prison for that. No, but no, 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 no. But if I don't see you for 10 years and I see you 10 years later and you're like, oh, well, you've been Turkish. Oh, I've been in the Nick for 10 years. I'm not going to go, oh... I'll be like, well, you did something that was worthy of 10 years to be in prison for. That's not a good thing you're telling me you've been away for 10 years. So you put in caveats, oh, deducted two points... That's for a reason. It's a table. If this was a table of my bank balance and I was in the jail for 10 years and I came out and I'm fourth because of my bank balance, I'd be like, I've been in jail 10 years. You've not been fucking grinding out here making money. No, the point is you've deducted points for it's a punishment. So the punishment is because you've done something wrong. All right. Well, <laughs> don't worry about punishments because you're going you're gonna to be doing something wrong soon. Anyway. Listen, I'm a good boy. Like, I'm I, thinking I, about I, the, I, right, I, the right rule that needs to come in for you because you, you're yet to be deducted a point. And I, because I'm and, a good guy and I pay and by listen, the rules. Give give me a minute, Jordan Lee James. Just give me one minute, sixty seconds, please. Let me talk to the people because people. <laughs> Here we go. I've been deducted points. I've been slandered. My reputation has been hung out to dry. Slandered. Yeah, currently, bottom of the table. I just want to let everyone know that I still haven't been paid for finishing first last season. Now enough is enough. Enough is enough. 10 shows in a row since the last time I missed a show and or been late. 10 shows in a row. This is it. Disgrace. No, 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 no. Let him, let him, let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Me and James are yet to pay. And I am now setting a rule as the host of this show. <laughs> He's setting a rule. <laughs> really yeah. Our next recording is Thursday morning, 8 a.m. That's our next recording. Thursday morning, 8 a.m. If I am not paid by both of you by 7.55 a.m. Thursday... Oh, I've got the point. Was that great rule. Great rule. Great rule. No, I'm not having that rule. Great rule. Not paying me for winning is worse than me being late. It's a I agree. It I brings agree. the competition yeah, into the yeah. Listen, by your no-show of a turnout, like, I lost my fee. You know what I mean? Like, so there you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I would say, say because of because of that, Lee's got a little bit. I, I understand it. I, I'm just being petty, but you'll get your money. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you will get your money. Yeah. But like you know, I, you didn't turn around and say, "I'm sorry." I'm all you got was a sorry, sorry, Lee. I, I, I will uh, reimburse your fee. Oh no, nothing like that. I mean, no, so, didn't get, didn't get paid that day. You owe me four ninety nine. You see. And, he, like, and even I'm, that one, sorry, Tuggers, even on that one, I'm the good guy. I paid the money. Even then, you can't no, get me no, both. Hold on, hold on. You paid it. When you realised we hadn't, you went, wait, you lot haven't paid. Assuming. 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 I wish I'd done that. Assuming. <laughs> 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 
Absolutely fuming. All Listen, of I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a confession. If he's no, here right. at 8 o'clock on the next show, which is Thursday morning at 8 a.m., I will be... <laughs> Jordan's on the phone for Lloyd's bag. Look, I need to cancel this transaction. Yeah. No, don't, don't think he didn't try. I'll tell you that now, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can, can, yeah, you, can I get a refund? <laughs> <laughs> and also, no, I'm like, starting to get a little bit personal this stuff because Turkey's trying to run me over the other day. Like, I'm trying to run me over. You know what I mean? It's getting a little bit personal now. Like, you know I mean? yeah. And there's this cheesy grin coming out of the side. Like, Sorry about that. Like, I didn't like, see you, mate. I didn't see you. Have you guys seen Where the Millers? Um, I have, I have, yeah. You know, you know that scene my... when they're all saying, when they're all saying, um, you only got paid this, I'm only getting this, I'm only getting this much. And then the kid goes, you guys are getting paid. <laughs> like, that was <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'll look, see him look, look how these lot are laughing about not paying, yeah, for, for a bet they've made. Look how they're laughing and they want to talk about me being late. This is the men. <clears throat> I use the term men lightly at this moment in time. Men it's a disgrace. It's a that disgrace. are not sticking to the standards that we have no. set here on Forever Arsenal. Jordan it's a disgrace. For the payment, but if James and Lee don't pay their money by Thursday morning, so you will also be deducted three points because I see you three as a team. What? So, Jordan, <laughs> as I said, if you turn up on, on, if you turn up on, no, on time, eight o'clock, you will get your money in the afternoon. End of. <laughs> What'd you say, James? So, so you're telling me, yeah, if Lee's got some Michelle's in the bathroom situation or whatever's going on, he doesn't send money, but I've sent mine. I've like, well, no, I'm not sending my, I'm not sending my money until he turns up to the eight o'clock show. Well, if he does. Then I'll then then I'll then I'm paying out the money. Can you can you do, do, do you know how to use your banking app? I've now got the banking app. I've all got it all sorted. But I shall I shall pay you cash on on the Thursday if I see. It. If not, I'll give me your details and I will send it over on straight after the show if that's the way you want it. But I am not going to give you my money and then I'm going to be sitting there on a Saturday uh, on a Thursday morning. Turkish is not not here. He's not answering his phone. Oh, he's asleep. Oh, Jack, he's asleep. Oh, on this note, he's well, back and he's you know, there's on uh, this I'm not note, none of the excuses. You know, you know what? I, we've already passed that, but I need to say this because on this note, because I know, I know some at some point you might think I don't give a shit, that's why I've been late or I haven't turned up to a show. It's not because I don't give a shit. On Thursday morning, I was meant to wake up and drop my mum to the airport at 4 30 in the morning. Yeah, <clears throat> my alarm went off. My alarm went off. My alarm went off. 9.20 in the morning, I wake up to 14 missed calls. Mum, I haven't spoken to you yet because I know you're going to kill me. But I do know you watch this show. So from the bottom of my heart, I apologise. What, well, you blow your mother out? I didn't, I didn't wake up. Huh? I, didn't, I, I couldn't wake up. I, I didn't hear my alarm. Oh, you, you, you're, you're, you're scandalous, you are. Like, you left your that, mum in the lurch. That is pretty bad. <laughs> my, my sister my, my sister took her. Don't worry, but she, she's covered. The, her back is covered. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> you get worse, you do. It's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. Turkish told me this story, and I was either meant to feel better about this situation for <laughs> Arsenal or laugh. 
I didn't either. No, <laughs> <laughs> you've done, you've done extra. All same time she's rung you up and you ain't answered. Yeah, no, no. Well, eleven was for my mum. Three was for my sister, who had to be woken up to do it in in my place. So I also apologise <clears> to my sister as well. I don't actually mind. Are they still talking to you? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, I don't know how you do it, but you could charm the canaries off a tree. You. <laughs> can I? Can I just say? Charm I, the canaries I, off a tree. Can I, can I just say? I don't actually mind if people are late or miss shows. Like, and if there's genuine reasons for that, no problem. There's just got to be consequences. Three points. So if you're late, it's three points. Miss a show, three points. That's all. I don't. Yeah. I don't really care if you if you if you mess you up. Loads of shows. Who? You. Me. When did? I, when have I missed a show? Well, last time everybody said Curtis was the business. All right, all right. Apart from that one, when have I missed the show? Did you get three points deducted for not turning up that day? No. Well, it's a new, it's a new rule now, isn't it? So I'm just no, from no, here on in. It missing means you were meant to and didn't show up. Not you didn't say that, did he? Exactly, didn't exactly, James. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, exactly. So we'll say it how you mean it then. I don't want to be on a beach somewhere in July, enjoying my time off. And the, the the group chat goes off. Uh, three points off, mate. <laughs> what? If you're at the top, I guarantee that'll happen. Enjoy Bruce, mate. You're bottom of the table. <laughs> you got Where was you? We had six shows this week. A minus nineteen points. Likely, I'm not likely who will send Michelle to the bathroom and do it in my hotel room. Oh, I love the show. I love it. <laughs> oh shit! I'm uh, predictions, James. Kick us off. Uh, I think we'll go through on on pens. I, I think West Ham will want a reaction after a bad week, and we'll go through. Oh well, of course, I forgot that rule. So yeah, a draw in ninety. Uh, one one. One, one, Jordan. Yeah, same, but two, two. <laughs> same. Yeah, one, one. So, so, so not, not the same. <laughs> Lee. No, no, same, not free, free. Slaves me off for my, like, my speech impediment, and he goes and does that. <laughs> That's the same. <laughs> one, one is a two, two. two, two right. going? I'm going the same two, one to the Arsenal. Key. <laughs> Two one. West Ham away. Two. two. I have to make up some points here, but I want to be different. But you, you got to kind of pick the scores. Um, one one. Who wins on pens? Awesome. Why do I get points for that? No, 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 I just want, just want clarity. Just, you know, clarity. I'm, There's no... I'm giving it to you. All right, cool. Talking about points deductions, comments of the day. Ready? <clears throat> I can go first if you want. Oh, look at you, like prim and proper all of a sudden. Everyone My unit, there. tactical genius, Mr. Two Star and the team captain, the judge, jury and the executioner. What a panel. I thought I'd go for a real positive one today, like, you know what I mean? And that's from Sweet, Sweet Two Candy. Yeah, Mister Two Star isn't the most complimentary of name if you don't have the context of the fact <laughs> that you have two stars in this. I've been called worse. I've been called worse. Don't worry. No, no Mister Two Star, I thought it was all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, 
No, like I said, the con I understand, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that was a tactical genius. Who's that then? It must be me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it must be you, Jordan, yeah. Certainly ain't James. He's a unit. J-Unit. J-Unit. You know, he loves that name. He can't, keeps coming in there and going, on oh, the unit. <laughs> something I've said. Uh, my um, go on. Uh, my one's from Dominicas. And he says, as much as he is a fantastic and technically gifted waffler, I'm not sure Jordan will be able to deliver at the business end of the season. When you need a guy to be composed and make those match analysis, I'm not convinced he is the guy to do that. I'm not saying replacing, but we can't have <clears throat> moments at a crucial time. It's a fair point. Basically, he wants Sheroy for the, the for when it matters, end of the season, the crucial points, the crucial games. He said he wants Sheroy. That's a fair point. It's a fair I point. I haven't Sheroy about lately. What's happened to him? Have you sacked him, Turkish? Well, oh, fucking the rules have got so stringent now that even I've got to follow them. So I haven't needed to call him in a little while. <laughs> um, I've got a couple. I've got there was one here we referenced it. Lee memories with me with his presence. <laughs> ice, ice, ice cold H. Um, I like that one. And there was one here. There was a lot of people that were kind of pulling me up on my points about Tommy Yasu. Jordan saying Tommy Yasu isn't the level to be the left back. He said the same about Gabriel last year and now one of the best backs in the league. And just to briefly clarify, I understand the confusion. All I was saying was that I like Tommy Yasu and I think he probably could be our fullback, our left back. But I just kind of have concerns about the level of kind of going to a Premier League. So just I wasn't slagging him off. People say, like, oh, why are you being so negative? I wasn't being negative. I was just saying, I rate the guy. I'm just not sure if he's Premier League level winning standard. That was that was it. That's what I was saying. That's not often. That, 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 that clarifies <laughs> that, doesn't it? I... <laughs> <laughs> James. Yeah, funny enough on that. Um, good comments from Donald J. Trump. One. Ah. Uh, from America. People saying you can't win a league with Tommy Asu starting left back. Um, are forgetting we want a league with Lauren at right back. I, I didn't watch much of that team, so I don't know if that's a fair comparison. But I like the second. It's not. It's, I saw that. It's a stupid point because no, Lauren was on the top right back. Do you know what I mean? It was like I saw that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, my, my thing was the bit after he says. Um, also, City was Centurions with Delph. And I, and I think it goes back to the debate we're having about strikers and whether you need a 30-goal season striker and, and whether you need that. I, I don't think all 11 players in a team have to be perfect at everything. That There are mm-hmm. going to be elements of a side that, that fulfil a very specific function. Um, and, and I think Liverpool had a lot of players in their team that had a functional uh, importance rather than real quality they added. And, and I think... You know, City have had that at times as well. So I, th- I think, yeah, I just wanted to add that. That was an interesting comment. Um, someone's quoted me saying the pitch is very big, the goal is very small. Oh, Game 2023 with a mind blown emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. I mean, yeah, just every every week we're here, every week. Um, and then I don't know if the, John Alas with a comment that I remember this from a few weeks back, but he was sort of saying the comments will say this podcast saved my life and Jordan reply you're welcome um but I don't think that happened on the last podcast but I did see on Twitter someone was sending you a lot of love you even put it in the group 
And I <clears throat> them with the you're welcome, but um No, I didn't, I didn't. Because it, it although it was directed to me, I think it was actually meant for you know what I mean for all four of us. So if it's to me, I'll say you're welcome. It's, but that's just my credit. But if it's a group, if it's a group credit, then you know what I mean, I'll just leave it as it is. <clears throat> Ah, well, since you've got a couple, and I also had this one screenshot, and I and I want to get it in because it's a nice one. Andrew says, just a shout for James. It's a tight line to walk between being analytical but not sceptical. To break things down for the masses without coming off condescending, never been much of a stats or numbers guy, but over the last couple of years, James has given me a new appreciation for a deeper level of context surrounding the game. Yeah, yeah. He likes. That's up. very sweet. Uh, no, I, I think I replied to that one if I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that no, that was one. Lee feels sick. <laughs> Lee feels sick. On that note, people, our eleven minutes or nearly our twelve minutes in, we wasn't meant to go over an hour, but here we are. We do enjoy this pod, so hopefully you've enjoyed it as well. Hit the like button, get over a thousand right now. Make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on, and love for the love as always, people. We'll be back after the West Ham game and before the big one at St James Park this Saturday afternoon. We'll be back Thursday, people. Love for the love. We're at peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.